At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Moncrief on News Talk. Now, this is a true story that was reported to us. A woman received a package in the post and when she opened it, inside was what appeared to be a diamond ring. She hadn't ordered a ring and when she contacted various family and friends, no one said they'd sent her a present. She worried that it might be a stalker or an ex with whom she'd had a bad breakup. But after she did some research online, she came to the conclusion she'd been the target of what's called a brushing scam. News Talk's tech correspondent Jess Kelly is here to explain what that is. Afternoon, Jess. Afternoon. Uh, brushing then why do they even call it brushing because they're uh, it's a brand that brushes in connection with a the consumer there's no direct interaction uh, the idea here is that they as a brand that sells products often uh, cheap products they're looking to boost their uh, visibility online in terms of an e-commerce site they need reviews to get that so what they do is they will send products to individuals who didn't order them, didn't request them, didn't know anything about them mm. uh, under that name. So the product will arrive to somebody's address so it appears in the system as being a legitimate order. They then can log in and use the same email address that was associated with the order and leave a five-star review saying it's a sensational product. Right, okay. So you, the consumer, the, the person who received this this ring in particular had never heard of the brand, never interacted with them, never even Googled the brand. Uh, It's just because their data was somewhere else on the internet, fell into the hands of the wrong people and they got a product. And what's weird about this scam is... I, I'm kind of of the age now. I love getting a bit of post. Isn't it nice when something ah, arrives? Ah, yeah, it's lovely. I love yeah. a bit of post. When you get a, uh, yeah, a bit of a box as well with something in it. And when something arrives, my thing is either, oh my God, I need to stop buying stuff online or what did I buy on Saturday night after a night out? When something arrives that you don't know, it is a little bit disconcerting. Mm. Uh, and I think the nature of this product, because it is in a nice little red box. It is. It, it's called uh, uh, moissanite, uh, if I'm pronouncing <laughs> that. Uh, it sounds disgusting. Let's just say it that way. <laughs> uh, gra- how would you pronounce that? I would say grawl because I'm a grawl girl. No, I mean the, the, the gra, gra- moissanite. Uh, that was the word I was trying to say underneath that. I don't know what that means. But it, it kind of, it's all, it's got a, a certificate of authenticity, but it doesn't say it is anything. Yeah. Because it's not actually a diamond. It's a cheap piece of crap. Really. It's a cheap piece of crap. But again, on first look, so just to explain to people, the, the package that it arrived in was in a brown cardboard box. It had the grey packaging that often online orders come in. There was a return address for a business in China. And then when you open it, you have that lovely yellow envelope with raw mass and ice or whatever it is on it. And then the red box, you open the red box and you think, oh my God, somebody has sent me the most beautiful diamond ring. You take it out. Until and, you look at the diamond ring. Until you look at the diamond <laughs> ring and then you put it on your paw and you realise that your hand's probably going to turn green in 60 seconds. Uh, and it has a weird bit of plastic sticking out the side. Uh, but I went and did a bit of a search about this company because it is a legitimate company. Ah, right. They do exist on Amazon and eBay, two of the biggest uh, e-commerce retailing websites. And you'd be amazed to find out that all of their rings have five-star reviews. 
I'm astounded. I'm sure it's a quality product. I'm just too much of a peasant to to fully appreciate how how wonderful it is. We're not educated enough. That's what the issue is. But it is scary because we're often, you know, I often report on data breaches, data uh, uh, leaks and information appearing on the dark web. Some people will wonder, well, what happens or what's the benefit of it? Mm, This is just one example of it. And there is nothing at all to say that the person who received this ring in the post had any of their details compromised as in, you know, say if it was on Amazon or eBay or any of those platforms, it's, this isn't as a result of her, you know, giving her password to somebody else or anything yeah. like that. This is her name and her address are on a database somewhere in the world. It's fallen into the hands of this particular business that wants to get good reviews. And because the rings are cheap, it costs them next to nothing to send this to Ireland from China and then to be able to put up a positive review as a result. That then gets them higher ranking and better visibility on different e-commerce platforms. And that's the benefit. So they can get eyeballs on their products for the cost of, what, 15 quid? It's a bit unnerving. Right. So it's, it, this is essentially marketing for them. Yeah. Um, but say if somebody gets one and they go, I got some free stuff. Mm. Cool. Why should I be worried about this? Well, uh, firstly, it's disconcerting. Uh, mm. In terms of the legality of owning something or keeping something. So if you want to go around, Sean, you can have that ring, I'm sure, if you want to. Oh, no, I'm sure it's a treasured memory now for the <laughs> woman the who received who got it. it. Yeah. Uh, so you can hold on to things. If you receive things uh, that you didn't solicit or order or anything like that, you can uh, hold on to them. When it comes to the concern around the privacy of your data and all the rest, mm. what I would recommend, and I recommend this anyway, but just go through your different accounts and ensure that your passwords are up to date, that you've changed them, that you've refreshed them. Again, in this instance, it may not be anything to do with your accounts. Um, it's There's a website that I always mentioned, haveibeenpawned.com without the A in pawned. If you go in there, you'll be able to see any time that your uh, email address has been a part of a data breach or a data link uh, leak. It is fascinating to go through. I went through and there was apps that I downloaded once 10 years ago for a review and my email address was on that website so some of my data details had been compromised. Now, it's worth going through and deleting any information from a service that you've used previously if you're no longer a customer. Get all of your data back from there. Uh, it's very, very difficult to take back all of your information if it's on the dark web. So say if you had been, if there was a courier company, let's just say for argument's sake, that had been targeted by hackers or a data breach a number of years ago and you had used that company once, mm. your data could still be in a database on the dark web from that hack that happened years and years and years ago uh, and there's nothing you can do about it. So the advice and what the guards would say is you should let the guards know if something like this happens. You should also get onto the platform in question. So it, I actually found it quite hard to, to distinguish if th- this product came as a result of Amazon, eBay or a third party platform. Um, but it's it's worth flagging that retailers are doing this because it needs to be clamped down because it is unnerving. I would imagine that the likes of those big retail, that the likes of Amazon would be aware that some people are doing this. Then, you know, you'd think they might go, God, that's a lot of five star reviews there. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, when Yelp and all those places started back in the day and a restaurant owner and their six siblings and 75 <laughs> yes. kids would all leave five star reviews with all with the same surname and it looked great. It's a sophisticated version of that. The retailers or the platforms do know that this happens. 
But unless it's reported in each time and then they can investigate it, it's very difficult for them to do anything because there are some legitimate companies out there who have great products and all their reviews are five star reviews. Mm. So it's it's a weird one in that the company itself isn't actually doing anything illegal. They're sending a product and they're kind of using your name to... Yeah, it's impersonation. I'd imagine that might be a tad illegal. You see, in and what I found in this instance is they don't always use a full name in terms of the review. So it's ah, not like right. Jess Kelly gives this yeah. five stars. It's yeah. user 15792 underscore star emoji, whatever it is, yeah. leaves five stars. So uh, there's no sort of direct correlation to this exact case because I went looking on the different e-commerce websites for the listener in question who got in touch with us. And there was no trace of her name, her first name or her surname on any of the reviews. They are all those sort of makey up weird sort of egg emoji type uh, usernames that are there. Right. OK, but they do have to make that purchase from whatever the platform was to leave the to leave a review in the first place. So you have to be a legitimate buyer as such. There has to be an order number associated with a review. Mm. And this is the only way to do it. So these are rife in the US. And we're we're hearing bits and pieces about them here. Um, But just to warn people that you shouldn't be overly excited if a random package uh, shows up on your doorstep. And is there kind of like a trade in in clumps of data as in a lot of email addresses or indeed addresses. Oh yeah, this is big business and this is why and I know people laugh at me when I talk about GDPR but I love GDPR and it is so important because it's very important that we understand where our data is going when we give our data away but also when it gets misused and abused and that's why uh, companies and organisations now have to alert the Data Protection Commission, the Guardi and customers when a data breach happens. I've reported on so many of them over the years that, you know, and there are, have been instances where people are almost afraid of getting the bad PR or getting uh, tired with the brush of being um, hacked or infiltrated in some way. But it's only by having systems in place like GDPR and alerting people to the fact that it exists that we can then go, Okay, well, maybe I need to change my passwords or maybe I need to go and do a bit of a scrape of my data online to try and reclaim what is mine and what is incredibly valuable. Yeah. Uh, user 4373 uh, underscore star <laughs> emojis, News Talks tech correspondent. Uh, thanks a million, Jess. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.